You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We move on to game number five in the Western Conference Finals. Hey, everybody. I'm Gavin Spittle of 105.3 The Fan, and thanks for listening to Spits and Suds. We got such great feedback but prior to the series when we interviewed Lindsey Brown, the Vegas insider for the Golden Knights, that we wanted to bring her back after that Stars victory and kind of ask her what her thoughts were on Game 4 and to preview Saturday night. So it's so great to hear from you again, Lindsey. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Thank you so much for having me back. I I figured this wasn't going to be a clean sweep, and so I'm glad we can extend this a little bit longer for both of our purposes because I think it's uh, a great contest when these two hockey teams get together. It just happened to fall one way, at least until last night so far. Yeah, I mean, I love you, but the Spits and Suds fans were like, bring her back. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. By popular demand. By popular demand. And and you know what? Total disservice on my part. Let me start again. Joining us is a former collegiate All American netminder. She's Lindsey Brown. So there you Thank go. You. Yeah, no problem. It no doesn't problem. get it doesn't get less awkward. It never. <laughs> well, you do have kind of a cool background. All right, so yeah, we'll take it. Let's before we talk about last night's game, and then we preview which Spits and Suds fans want the game on Saturday night. Give us the Vegas perspective on thoughts on Jamie Ben. Did you guys think it was a long enough suspension? How does the room feel? I know seeing the interviews, Lindsay, it doesn't seem Mm -hmm. as though the players are happy. No, I I mean, there's probably as much happiness as there is remorse for Jamie Benn and what he did. And, you know, it's there. The game is fast. He's absolutely correct. I don't really agree with the Well, Mark Stone's face and neck just happened to be in my way as I was falling. But, you know, I was kind of surprised he got two games because, I mean, we've had suspensions already this year, namely Alex Bertrangelo last round with Darnell Nurse receiving a game. But when you go down on on somebody's face like that, and it was clearly with intent to injury in front of a referee, Mark Stone, the captain, like that's that's going to happen. And, and so I, I can understand why players wouldn't be pleased with it on your side because maybe it seems a little bit heavy-handed. But ultimately, that's not a hockey play. And uh, it needs to be dealt with uh, accordingly. And so it op- offers a big opportunity for the Golden Knights. I think that uh, they really need to make good in game five because I don't want any part of a, a Dallas Stars team with a Jamie Benn returning in game six potential. I just that, I, I think that's tempting fate. And, um, you know, it's just been it hasn't been overwhelmingly negative now that it, now that there was kind of that, that swift suspension and, and maybe a little bit more than it should have been. But ultimately uh, that's a big player for your side to lose. And they were able to find a way to win anyways last night. 
Yeah, that's interesting you say that because I was basing it going to be one game based on the Petrangelo uh, suspension in the last series. I will tell you, Lindsay, here here in Dallas, it was not looked fondly upon, no excuses. People were really upset with the captain. So it did not go yeah. over well with the locals. No, that makes sense. I mean, it just seems like an unnecessary play. And then if you look at the situation that was surrounding it, you're down 2 nothing. You're trying to get off to a good foot. Uh, in your own building after giving up the first goal. And it's just such an unnecessary play that, you know, you, you expect more from Jamie Benny. He's one of the, the best captains in the league. And I, I still believe that after that incident, I've heard so many great stories about his leadership and, and what he means to that franchise down there. So it's kind of surprising to see him in that moment. But I mean, it, it, what an opportunity for him to redeem himself if he if, if they can stretch it out one more game. But I can understand why fans are like, Jamie, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Like, let's, let's be better than this. Yeah. Vegas Golden Knights insider Lindsey Brown joins us on Spits and Suds. If you want to follow her, she's a terrific follow. At Lindsey, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, Brown, 35. Okay, what did you see last night from the Vegas perspective that was different from the other games? I really didn't see that much of a difference. I mean, you had Dallas playing a really good game like they did in game two. The margin for victory and the margin for error is just so slim between these two teams. And like I just said a couple minutes ago, I think it just happened to fall Vegas's way in the first three games. And so for, for Dallas to finally pull one out, not get too frustrated by getting down early, we're able to kind of get after their four check a little bit, be really successful on the power play like, Vegas just didn't, they weren't the better team that night. And that's sometimes you win those games like you did in game two. And sometimes you're able to push it to overtime and, and still not able to get it done. And so these teams know each other so well at this point, And you have these little adjustments that you can make. Like I'm going to put this guy a little bit higher in the zone and the power player. I want to make sure I box out Jason Robertson uh, a little bit better. But ultimately, you know, you just, you play the game and you see what balances go your way. And it ended up in, in Dallas's favor last night eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So heading back to the barn in Vegas, it's going to be rocking as we tape this. It'll be uh, tomorrow night. Um, you know, but it's it's interesting because we're cautiously optimistic, not over-optimistic, but we were kind of proud of this franchise because that was going to be a tough way to go. And I don't know if the news made it to Vegas, Lindsay, but you could buy a ticket to last night's Stars game for about fifty to seventy dollars. Uh, really? Tickets tickets dropped that. I mean, we're talking three times less than the value in some areas. It uh, was bad. Wow. Yeah, people didn't want to go to the game, and kudos to the Stars fans that did. 
based on the Tuesday night disappointment, based on the Jamie Ben suspension, based on the Dodonoff injury. So uh, I say it was a big win for the franchise, Lindsay, because you can't go into the offseason selling tickets, selling sponsorships with that. Even though you made it to the Western Conference Finals, that's still tough going out that way. So for the franchise sake, I thought it was a good win. And Joe Pavelski said after the game, just have to do one game at a time. Didn't seem overly excited after the game. So, uh, you know, I'm interested to see uh, what are your thoughts on uh, game five? Is it, From a Vegas standpoint, is it just let's continue? Because, I mean, I thought Aiden Hill was terrific last night. I actually thought it was he his was. best game. No, he definitely was. He's he's come on here now that he's settled in and, and had a few games under his belt, you know, the the – the starting win streak that he's been able to string together. He had a couple of huge saves. I think there was one late in the third period with the blocker that uh, I was a really huge fan of. And and what a relief in a lot of ways, because this team doesn't need an all-star netminder to to win a game, win a series, even challenge for the Stanley Cup. But, you know, the team can't be perfect. And so I, I'm not really sure what the feeling is around here because there's a lot of people that I talked to the last couple of days who are like, what do you think the cup schedule is going to be, you know, quick sweep, blah, blah, blah. like, let's just slow your roll a little bit here. Like, it's not that easy. And, and, you know, there's a hell of a team waiting for either one of us that happens to advance out of this round. But I, there's just so much confidence at surging through up and through that locker room because they're just such a good team and finding ways to win different ways to win. And, you know, if you, you just have to win it in a couple of areas, kind of like football, if you win in a two out of the three phases, you're probably going to give yourself a good chance to win. And, you know, last night, Vegas was out physical. They were out hit. They went over on the power play. They gave up two power play goals to you guys. And so if you just take care of a couple more of those of those stats there, you're going to have a really good chance of, of finishing this out. Now, there's timely penalties that you have to worry about. I mean, there's good ones and bad ones. If, Somebody's going down on a breakaway. It's Robertson on a breakaway. Yeah, I take his legs out from under him, and I'll take the the penalty kill. But you know, those high stick ones are tough, and so it's just about staying calm, staying at the task at hand, and compartmentalizing like they have been all season long. But, but I think the early start is really imperative, not necessarily for Vegas, you know, to feel good about themselves, but to get Jake Ottinger's head. I think you just need to keep testing because he, you know, he's been so inconsistent game to game, but there's even little moments where you can tell when a goaltender isn't quite settled in their skates and, and that they're a little more vulnerable where if you can get them to pop out a, an extra errant rebound or two, maybe you can get yourself a little bit bigger of a lead, but I just don't want him feeling confident in, in his game. So sometimes that means peppering him with shots. And sometimes that just means getting in his face, making him feel uh, as I like to call creasophobic, if you have presence in front of the net, like right at the top of the crease, those goaltenders are either going to try to punch you in the back. That's what I would try to do. Or or they're going to kind of sink into their crease a little bit. Maybe they give up a little more net, uh, makes them um, vulnerable to tips or, or, or second chance plays. And so I, I think it's going to be a heck of a contest, but I have every reason to believe that Vegas still smells the blood that's in the water and that they can get it done at home. The one thing I did see last night from a Stars perspective, Lindsay, is this was the first time in the series I felt as though the Stars utilized their speed. Mm. Uh, that yeah, was the one I, thing. And I, Bruce Cassidy pointed it out with the stretch pass, and he felt as though they have to go back to the basics and and basically, you know, deep forecheck and really tire out Miro Heiskanen. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's just such a good skater, and he has such good vision as well. And 
you know, when you're kind of playing at a higher level of processing where you're just getting the information a little bit quicker, you're able to make those decisions. So maybe I draw the four checker a little bit closer to me. And if I'm Miro and then I look for that stretch pass. And if you're only having one four checker uh, on, a, on a neutral zone regroup, I mean, that's going to be a really tough position for you to put yourself in. And so that's why they always say, like, get the pucks deep, take it out of the defenseman's hands, at least at that portion of the ice, make them go that extra 30 or 40 feet or maybe go along the boards. Vegas is such an effective team when they're playing along the boards. And I think that's why Dallas was able to get a little bit loose last night because they weren't being forced into those areas. And they were just a lot more effective of getting pucks up and catching Vegas in the neutral zone, which uh, sometimes they can definitely shut down, but they're still working out little kinks to their game where they're, they'll sometimes go for uh, another odd man rush that they're not supposed to, which opens them up, or maybe it's a bad change. There's these little pockets of time that smart defensemen like Heiskanen can certainly take advantage of. And so if I'm Vegas, you're, you're sending too hard on that neutral zone four check if you have to, but even better yet, getting that puck below the, the hash mark in the D zone and, and forcing Dallas to fight their way out. I was impressed that the Vegas fan base in their seats for a noon start Tomorrow night, 5 o'clock start, so plenty of time for lubrication. Oh, you know, it never stops here. And, uh, <laughs> it's a, you, you've, you've been here for a sure. game when, when your Dallas team isn't uh, necessarily involved, and it's just a really unique atmosphere. But as I've said to you before, I mean, if you're not performing well, they're going to let you know it, but there's a lot of good vibes going on with this franchise. I mean, that's what you earn with a 3 nothing lead in your fourth, Western Conference final trip in six years. Like, that's ridiculous. Amazing. Like, as a wild fan growing up, uh, I've seen it once and I was 11, and that was basically on accident. And so, it's we're, we're certainly spoiled around here. And so, I would expect uh, a lot of smiles, especially if they're able to get off to a good start, get the energy in that building going. It's just amazing. And we've talked about this before, Lindsay, the pressure on management and just mm. the immediacy that the fan base wants. I mean, it's just so amazing that. God, it was just a few years ago this franchise started and the success that they've had. I mean, then think about like an Ottawa or an Arizona. Like if they went on the Mm -hmm. kind of run that Vegas went on, how great it would be for for the hockey franchise in that city. Yeah, it's almost like you kind of lose the meaning to it because you had that Ottawa team that made the improbable run to the Eastern Conference Finals that had Mark Stone on it, that had Anthony Duclair on it, that had John Gabriel Pajot, like so many high-quality, talented players that, for one reason or another, were moved on from in in that organization. And, I mean, that was – Ottawa's its own case study. But, I mean, Arizona, even when they were relevant and and they were basically challenging Detroit every year in the second round because Detroit was still in the Western Conference at the time. Old man Kachuk days. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like when Shane Doan still had push. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and you had uh Brisgall off in the net. Yeah. Like ruined everything in Philly. But yeah, it's, it's so weird. Like when I was trying to scout coming down here and just trying to think like, I wonder if they can sustain this. I wonder, you know, if they can keep making playoffs after making the final in their first year. And it's turned out even better than I imagined. And it's been done with different iterations of this team but this team that they have this year is definitely the best constructed in terms of you have Barbashev, you have Bluger, you have Carrier, Wa, all these people that are at certain points of their career and their development and their money um it's kind of for me if it's not going to happen this year I don't really know when it's going to happen because they're they're just such a talented team they know the opportunity that's in front of them but 
they got to get rid of this pesky Dallas Stars squad that seems a little bit early and also a little bit late all at the same time. I bet there were a few people in Vegas last night that said, who's this Olafson guy? <laughs> You're right. Because Zach, honestly, a, a lot of, of us looks. were saying, we had not skated since April. I mean, he was a, he's a, when he skated for us, you know, he's good. He's a great story. He's actually a COVID hockey player in that, mm-hmm. you know, COVID, he was noticed because of COVID. Otherwise, he'd still be in Sweden. So it's it's kind of a yeah. it's kind of a cool story. Well, you guys have kind of been known for the the random aces that end up being big time players in the playoffs, and so I think it speaks a lot to the to the organization and that leadership group in there of people being able to plug and play and not really know what to be afraid of. So yeah. if it's Olafson, if it's Kivi Ranta, I mean whoever. I mean I'm I'm half expecting Alexander Radulov to come <laughs> out of the woodwork here and. <laughs> Score a scrappy goal or two. Yeah, or but, draw a penalty. Uh, or end up in the penalty <laughs> yeah, box yeah, like he did late exactly. in his career. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you're awesome, Lindsay. Thank you so much for the preview. And uh, best of luck tomorrow night. It's going to be a rocking barn. And once again, thank you for joining us. Our Spits and Suds faithful said, you know, they really enjoyed um, you coming on the program. So appreciate appearance number two. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. Hopefully we can do another one, whether that's uh, sooner rather than later. But uh, I'm a huge fan of you and your work. And so uh, anything I can do for the Dallas hockey community, despite you guys stealing my hockey team, it's fine. (laughs) Quality shot at the end. (laughs) Yeah. All All right, Spits and Suds fans, follow her for tomorrow night's action at Lindsay Brown 35. So that is a game five preview for Spits and Suds Western Conference Final. Stars take on the Vegas Golden Knights. We'll talk to you soon.